This week, we have Samreen Malhotra, the founder of Blooming Buds, a brand that sells exclusive and beautiful bedding for kids. Samreen is a woman who decided to follow her passion and jumped into the entrepreneurial world after a six-year stint in the corporate world. She dared to dream, she dared to take a chance, and success embraced her with open arms. In this episode, Samreen shares her journey of strife and struggle and how she conquered it all. Her journey highlights how parents can influence their children and how ambition and determination can take us places. As the saying goes, where there is a will, there's a way. Samreen firmly believes that patience and persistence are the keys to success and one must never give up. Let's talk to Samreen and understand how she made the switch from the corporate world to one where she's running her own business, the challenges she had to face and what the future holds for her. Hi, Samreen, and uh, welcome to this series of conversations where, as I've told you, uh, we speak to women achievers who we call women trailblazers. Uh, we want them to share the stories of their lives with us, to tell us about their journey, successes, highs and lows, challenges, so that the listeners, you know, they can get motivated, inspired by that and step out of their comfort zone to realize their potential. And of course, eventually, we want to build a community of women, a powerful community, which is there to support, empower, and inspire each other. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Sangeeta. It's a pleasure to be here. Great, great. So let's break the ice with a simple question. Just tell us a little bit about your childhood, early days, and if you think those times made an impact on the kind of person that you are today. Okay. Well, um... I am born and brought up uh, in a small town in Punjab called Jalandhar. Um, we've lived a very simple life. My parents, uh, you know, my father uh, has retired now. Uh, he was, you know, retired from a senior post in United India Insurance Company. My mother, um, who refuses to retire even now, uh, has been a designer since last 38 years. She has her own studio uh, in Jalandhar as well as in Pune now. Uh, they've moved here. Um, as of me, I, I also have an elder sister who's a very renowned uh, image consultant in Mumbai. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have done my schooling from a reputed convent school in Jalandhar. Uh, after finishing my education, uh, my schooling, I went to Delhi for higher studies. Um, I've graduated from Delhi University in commerce and uh, I've done my MBA from Symbiosis Pune. So okay. that's been my education background. I got married in Delhi, a um, few years in Delhi, then another uh, six or seven years in Bangalore. And now it's been almost eight years that I've been in Pune. Okay, okay. So anything you feel the way you were raised as a child, did it uh, make an impact on your personality, on the kind of person you are today? Absolutely. I think uh, upbringing and the kind of environment you get at home is what, you know, makes you a person that you are today. Mm -hmm. uh, having seen my mom, uh, you know, and my sister uh, all through their lives, you know, I've seen an entrepreneur myself in my house. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was always about women's rights and women empowerment in my house. My father always used to feel a little cornered, but then uh, <laughs> we had a majority of women in the house. Uh, but I think that makes a lot of difference to the kind of person you become later on in life. Yeah. Uh, I have always uh, seen my mother being a go-getter and I've seen her creativity. 
Um, and I think that those things I have somehow imbibed in myself as well over mm -hmm. a period of years, even if I wasn't like that, you know, during my school years or college years. Yeah. But um, I'm quite the person that she is as well today. I'm kind of a shadow of her. Wonderful. So, yeah, it makes a lot of difference how you're conditioned, how you're brought up. Um, so, yeah, so the entrepreneurial streak has come definitely from her. Okay. All right. Tell me something. You have a very beautiful name. What does it mean? Uh, well, uh, I think it means graceful. Uh, it's okay. a, it's a, a Arabic name that means right. graceful. Um, so, yeah, I have very been kept by my Unusual. <laughs> That's why I thought I must ask. <laughs> All right. So, Sabine, tell me uh, in your journey so far, uh, what are the kind of challenges that you have faced? And do you think any of these challenges have been because of your gender? Mm, that's an interesting question. Um, should I start from the journey of from my corporate world or you want me to just focus on my uh, no, entrepreneurial? No. Entire journey, entire journey. So when I started my career, it was I, it was in a corporate world. I was in a typical marketing and research job. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't say on the job I really faced any kind of uh, gender bias, but yes, whenever uh, you know a woman takes a maternity break or prioritizes her, her family uh, mm -hmm. over work, that's when you actually see uh, you know a gender bias. Mm -hmm. um, during my working days, it was all good in the corporate world, was doing well, kept on getting promotions, things were good. Yeah. Uh, as soon as I uh, gave birth to my elder one, uh, it was suddenly all too tough, you know, because yeah. uh, only three months of maternity break, you cannot leave a small child and go back to work. Work from home was, uh, you know, frowned upon at that time. This I'm yeah. talking about almost 12, 13 years back. Yeah. Today, the scene is very different. But yeah. at that time, work from home was frowned upon you. You need to be in office. Um, finally, I didn't have a choice because I didn't have that kind of support system and I had to quit my job. I prioritized my family over work. Yeah. When I tried to resume, uh, when my child was you know, over a year old and I tried to resume into the corporate world, it was so tough to get into. Uh, one, there were questions about why you took such a long break. Uh, oh, if you have a small child, will you be able to manage work in uh, home as well? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you needing, uh, your child would be needing you much more now. Yeah. So would you be able to take on this kind of role uh, wherein it requires travel? So these were the kind of questions I was asked and uh, not to mention the compensation. Uh, even with five plus years of experience, I was being offered a fresher salary because I took a maternity break. So okay. that was very disheartening. Um, it was not fair. Uh, after that is when I decided to uh, stop trying uh, to get a job and do something of my own. Okay. Okay. All right. So then when you became an entrepreneur, how was the journey there? I mean, again, the challenges. Uh, so entrepreneur, uh, it wasn't something that I really chose. Of course, it was there at the back of my head that I'd want to do something of my own, but it, it evolved very beautifully. You know, it's on the contrary that, you know, the irony is that people don't give you a job because you have a baby. Mm. And I would say my business started because I had a baby. Mm. You know, So back then there was a dearth of uh, good quality and affordable and aesthetic look looking baby bedding in the industry. Yeah. So there was no Amazon. There was there were only mother care and mom and me, uh, you know, doing well at that time. And uh, mother care for someone like me who loves to, you know, set up a nursery, have really pretty cute things for your little girl. You know, I couldn't really uh, 
find good things in mom and me. Mother care was a little on the higher side at that point in time. You couldn't really afford. Um, then I slowly started, you know, going back home and trying to get some pieces made for my own daughter okay. uh, from my mom's studio. So that's how it started. I started designing few things, getting it back to Bangalore. And then my friends started seeing it. They started appreciating what I was doing and they kept asking me, why don't you take our orders as well? Hmm. So that's when I started taking orders and I started, you know, officially getting into, you know, a business where, you know, it my actually my daughter led the way to all of this. Okay. So started making it for her. And eventually now we are at, we are, you know, almost a 10 year, 10 year old company. Still doing baby bedding and also planning to expand further. Great, great. So, was were there any challenges related to your gender in this uh, part of your journey, or not really? Mm, for the first few years, I would say no, uh, because it was mostly a home-based business. My mm. interaction with people with people was very limited. Mm. Uh, however, when I started, this was as of two years back after COVID, is mm. when I started expanding the business. When I started scaling it up that's when I started facing the challenge. That's when I actually went into the real world, met my audience, met my sources, met my suppliers. Mm. You know, that's when the challenge happened that people don't sometimes take you seriously. You know, mm. they're like, Madam, I hai. So, okay, just attend her for a while and then we'll see whether she is actually a serious uh, businesswoman or not. So okay. it takes time. It takes a lot of patience, but you have to, you know, kind of be persistent. Yes. You have to keep making your mark. You have to keep trying until they get the idea that, yes, you are a serious businesswoman. You are here to do business just like any other person. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's so you have to do that. All right. right. So it took some time, but then people do get over the gender bias once they see through your work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. So, Samreen, as you said, of course, you had to quit your corporate job because of your family or, or whatever. So I just want to know that now, you have a business of your own, you have your family, children, your social life, like every other woman, you have a hundred things to do in a day. So what is it that you do to balance the various parts of your life, the various aspects? Well, I would say first thing is prioritizing well. Yeah, that's the key thing to do to know how to prioritize well. Um, yeah. What is it that needs your attention first, whether it's your kids, whether it's your work, whether it's your parents, Hmm. Uh, anybody or your husband for that matter whether your house needs work you need to prioritize well and then work accordingly uh, as of uh, you know when it comes to keeping me sane um, I try and take a lot of uh, you know vacations whenever it's possible through the work um, I do a lot of girls trip as well so right. I, I take these time off I have my family time off I have my uh, you know just girls time off I have my couples time off so two or three breaks within the year help me, you know, just balance myself back, keep me sane uh, during, you know, when there are periods of uh, very stressful, uh, uh, you know, heavy work. Mm -hmm. And right after that, I make sure I take a break so that I'm rejuvenated, I'm refreshed, and then I get back again uh, to the work with a lot more rigor in me. Great, great. That's wonderful, actually. All right. So uh, when you look back on your life thus far, what do you feel has been your biggest success, be it pro uh, professional, personal, whatever you think? Um, personal success are my two little ones, my daughter who's 11 and my son who's almost eight now. Mm -hmm. So as someone, obviously, 
I'm proud of. And yeah. uh, when it comes to my professional success, I would say uh, two years back when we launched our own website, Blooming Buds. Mm -hmm. uh, so we've been on marketplaces like Amazon, Flipkart, First Cry, Pepper Fry for the longest time, almost uh, since 2013. Mm -hmm. uh, we are on these marketplaces. So online presence was always there. Uh, we used to exhibit also a lot. But this was a big step and a leap ahead when we launched our own website, our own brand website. Mm -hmm. So I think that is kind of a game changer and has been my biggest success. So tell us a little bit about what exactly do you do? So Blooming Buds is a brand that creates uh, beautiful, aesthetically uh, pretty looking, uh, but yet comfortable uh, mm -hmm. baby and kids bedding. So our okay. primary, uh, you know, products are cot sets, bumpers, fitted cot sheets, baby quilts, dohers. Uh, we are slowly expanding our range to include, uh, you know, children who are a little elder, as in, you know, from toddler, from baby bedding to toddler and toddler to now preteens. And now we are also on to teen bedding as well. So okay. we cater to anyone but from newborn to 14 years of age. We provide bedding essentials that okay. are not just pretty looking, but also Pure cotton, super comfortable, non-allergenic. Uh, you know, so what keeps you motivated and, you know, on the go all the time? Because there are times, there are days when we are not like very energetic and when we just feel down and out and, you know, just want to take a break or something. So those days when you can't take a break, but you have to keep yourself motivated, what do you do? Well, um, I think on an entrepreneur's journey is very lonely. Because uh, you are supposed to motivate yourself, you're supposed to feel inspired, even through all the ups and downs. There's no one to, you know, specifically come and say that, okay, this decision that you're taking, it's wrong, don't do it. Yeah. You have to, uh, you know, take your own decisions, you have to live by them, whether they're right, whether they're wrong. So yes, there are days when I feel really down and you know there are challenges, things not working as per the plan. Mm -hmm. uh, but what keeps me motivated, I would say, is uh, my family. Okay. Uh, my biggest support, my husband, uh, mm -hmm. my mother, my children, they are the ones who just always encourage me, even on my low days. They're always, uh, you know, making sure that I'm okay. Mama, you're doing really well. How's and, you know, my daughter, she'll just write cute little notes for me. She'll just, you know, drop one in my bag. And the moment I reach office, I'll have a small note from her, which just cheers me up so much. I'm sure. so, you know, those small gestures, they make a lot of difference to uh, how you feel on a particular day. Yeah. yeah. So yeah uh, family support is the main thing that keeps you going. Okay. Okay. So where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Ah, well, I would love to see myself running a multi-career conglomerate. Um, wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan. That's the plan. But we are just starting off and uh, let's see. Hope we do okay. well and hope we continue to expand, not just in the baby bedding segment, but um, I also am recently, uh, you know, venturing into the home linen category, okay. uh, home furnishings okay. and home decor. So yeah, planning to expand quite a bit and uh, hopefully this is also going to be my retirement plan. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Great. All the best to you. So um, as we grow old and, you know, mature, we realize that there were certain lessons, certain learnings that we've picked up along the way or certain lessons which life has taught us. So uh, would you like to share some of those with us? I mean, anything that you feel in particular life has taught you? Mm -hmm. I think what life has taught me is that um, 
one one needs to have a very strong ecosystem a support system around you if you really want to succeed um you need to have your family around you you need to have good staff around you uh, people who are kind gentle people who are good and people who mean well that's yeah. one um that's very very important uh second is uh procrastinate less and mm. more of action yeah. there have been times when i've been stuck in a loop that should i do this or not should i do this or not so that decision making sometimes i'm not saying it should be impulsive but mm. it if something is telling you in your an entrepreneur really has to uh, you know work on their gut instinct yeah yeah what is what is wrong so sometimes we really need to stop procrastinating and listen to your gut and go with that feeling Hmm. and things yeah that is true that is true and if you're pushing something too much and it's not happening then there is something called acceptance that you really need to have in you and also understand that this was god's will this was not meant to be so i need to leave it here and move on to something else yeah that i think is very important sometimes we very just go on and on you know hoping yeah. against hope that things will work out but i think sometimes we need to pick up those signs if something is not yeah. happening and like they say everything happens for a reason and it's always for good so i think one should kind of pick up those signs and move on right. yeah great great so you've been a business woman for 10 years now it's yeah so of course now you have an identity a brand and so when you go and interact with people in the outside world how do people react i mean it's not about men it's about men and women both what is the general reaction which people have to a successful woman I think things have changed drastically these days if i talk about 10 years back if i would have been in the same position i don't think i would have been respected enough or taken seriously enough okay. but now uh, with so many women stepping up you know becoming entrepreneurs becoming founders uh, you know stepping into each and every field there are there is a cxo in every room who's a woman now yeah. so i think now when you go into a room full of people uh, you're much more respected okay you know people take you seriously people take your words seriously people want to know what you're doing hmm. so i see that positive change happening uh, at least in india uh, us they were always accepting but hmm. in india there was always this gender bias that used to be there. i'm still sure there is there it's there in other places still hmm. maybe i have not been exposed to it hmm. but overall my experience has been positive um and i feel there is a lot of uh, respect when somebody knows that you know you're a woman who's an entrepreneur hmm so acceptance and respect both and of yes. course admiration as well i'm sure because you know hmm. you've done something you've achieved something absolutely okay. and also people um, you know appreciate your intelligence yeah. so you're not just someone okay who's just walking around in the room and talking to everybody people do respect your opinion they understand that you're an intelligent uh, being and you are you are capable of talking uh, sense and you have a lot of wisdom so that's something that's i think is more important than how you look to a certain person uh, it's more important how they know you from with your uh, you know how your capabilities are or you know what do you stand for that's more important i feel i think it's very important because if they people feel that your career is just a hobby career you're just passing your time then they are going to treat you differently vis-a-vis -vis when they know that you know your stuff you know what you're talking about and you know what you're doing so i think a lot of that depends on us also 
you cannot Absolutely. expect people to take you seriously if you're not serious about what you are doing yeah 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 okay so Samri, there's something that i have observed around me which i guess you also probably have seen that a lot of people now in their late 30s early 40s even late 40s have started changing their career paths you know so mm -hmm. whatever they had set out to do in the initial years you know when they were young say in their early 20s those career paths they are just you know letting go of those and trying out different things altogether say uh, you know uh, somebody who's into banking becoming an author or a you know poet or something like that and sometimes these things are you know absolutely different from what they they were doing earlier so why do you think this is happening and what are your views on it i think uh, it's a great thing that's mm -hmm. happening the change that's been coming uh, age i feel is just a number you know, yeah. you can start your career at 40, you can start your career at whatever age you like, you can change paths, you're allowed to do it, it's your life. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I would, uh, if, if I would meet somebody who tells me that, you know, oh, you know what, I've suddenly taken a leap and I've left my job and I've started, I'll be the first one to encourage them. Hmm. I think it's a good thing that someone uh, has the courage to leave the comfort of a corporate job and suddenly get into something so uncertain. But yeah. you absolutely want to do it because there's passion behind it. You know, yeah. you ex absolutely passionately feel that, okay, I will excel at this. This is more me. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I've had several examples, not going too far. Uh, you know, my own sister, she, yeah. again, like me, was in a corporate job for the longest time. She was uh, in media industry for good eight to 10 years. Hmm. And suddenly she changed her path and became an image consultant, uh, you know, and uh, today she's uh, doing corporate events, she's doing styling, she's doing, uh, you know, a lot of uh, etiquette and uh, wine workshops. That is more her, you know, yeah. now she feels that she's at the place where she was supposed to be. Hmm. Similarly, I feel the same for myself, you know, I, even if I have worked for almost 10 years for my company today is when you know my kids are old enough and it's it's more like a rebirth for me that I'm mm -hmm. like I said two years back is when I actually launched my own website mm -hmm. other than that I was in a comfort zone so this was a game changer for me and uh, suddenly switching gears after the age of 35 my first thoughts were am I not too old enough to start again mm -hmm. and you know scale up things maybe I'm a little old old but then I thought that no I still have almost 20 years ahead of me why am I thinking like that I've not lost those years yeah that's yeah. the experience I have gained in those years which will carry me forward for the next few years Definitely. so let me just give it a push so I think that's a great thing also uh you know when at least when we were graduating or we were doing our masters the choices were very limited in terms mm. of career it was a doctor and an engineer and a lawyer profession. So those were very stereotyped kind of career paths that we all were set to do. MBA was the most, uh, you know, sought after at that time. So everybody who's even a commerce person would do an MBA, even an engineer would do an MBA, which was seen so right. commonly back then. Hmm. Today, there is a limit to the kind of, uh, you know, avenues that you have. You can get into any kind of job. Influencer, for, for example. Yeah. You know, yeah. everybody uh, wants to be an influencer today. That was a job that was not there back then. Mm, you know, not. neither was a videographer. There was, there were no reels. So that, you know, that opportunity was never there. So yeah. if today somebody finds that, okay, you know, I can be really good at this, they must, they absolutely must. 
Hmm. Yeah, actually, and there is so much exposure. And I think we as a society have become more flexible, more open and more accepting of people trying different things. And I think that yes. encourages. And of course, with this yes. Insta and these reels, you get so much inspiration. You see so many people around you who are doing all this. So obviously, you also get inspired. Yeah. Okay, so tell me something. Girls who are just on the threshold of their lives, personal, mm -hmm. professional, what would you like to tell them? Anything that you have learned from your experience as a young girl? What do you think should be certain things that they must keep in mind as they set out on their lives? For young girls, I would say... Um be a thorough professional okay okay be very very professional in the work that you do your work ethics should be really strong uh, because that's what will carry you through the gender bias as well okay when yeah. you have your work it speaks for itself and you're a thorough professional mm. nobody can come and point fingers at you that you know oh because she's a woman she was not able to do this yeah 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 right you women tend to do that so the 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 notion is that Okay, because she's a woman, there are a lot of gender stereotypes that people already have in their mind. When mm. they see women reversing those, mm. that's when they are taken aback and they're pleasantly surprised that, okay, she's a thorough professional, no matter what, she showed up and she came and mm. she finished her meeting, but she went back. Mm. Fine. You know? That's what I'm talking about. So professionalism is something I also feel that... Uh, Professionalism is something that is kind of lacking in the youth today. Mm. Uh, since uh, like with the onset of Instagram and everything, things come easily to, you know, digital content creators. I'm not saying the job is easy, yeah, but yeah. I, all I'm saying is the, it's, it's, the opportunities are much more mm. than we, we had a hard time getting an opportunity to showcase our work. Yeah. Now it's much easier for them to get work. Mm. So appreciate that work. And yeah. be a thorough professional, even when you're dealing with your clients. Make yeah. sure that your word means something to, to the other person. Okay. Once you've given your word, follow through. Make mm. sure that, you know, if you're giving a service, has to be top-notch. If you're giving a product, has to be best quality. Mm. So, you know, just, just be a very good professional over is what my advice will be. And anything about girls being independent financially, emotionally, what are your views on that? And how important is it for a girl to have a career? Because a lot of girls still, if I look around me, a lot of them still sometimes want to just settle for getting married and not doing anything productive in life. I mean, that's my opinion. So I think that's a very uh, personal choice, I would say. If, if a girl would like to just stay home and she wants the husband to be a bread earner, uh, then it's her choice. But if, he, if she really uh, wants to have a career, she wants to go out, then by all means she should. Hmm. In any case, education I think is a must. Yeah, you know, a good background in education is what will uh, give her a good foundation tomorrow. So hmm. even if God forbid something goes wrong, she has herself and her qualifications to fall back upon. Even hmm. if she's not really, you know, worked all her life, at least she knows she's capable. She's learned something in her education that she will be able to pull off a job. No, so you don't think that it is important to be financially independent? I mean, it's, I mean, considering the times that we live I think, in. Uh, I think it's very, very important to be financially independent. Uh, I would, I was myself of the same uh, view throughout mm -hmm. that you know, 
I need to have my own money. I need to earn my own money so yeah. that I know this is, this is what I have earned for myself, even yeah. if I it is for the entire family. But I need to earn for myself that tomorrow something goes wrong. I have my savings to fall back upon. Yeah, yeah. And I would give the same advice to the girls today as well, that yeah. financial independence is extremely important. Yeah. Uh, but again, it's like a personal choice. If I, I have friends, I have friends who just refuse to say that, you know, we don't want to work. We really don't want to work. Yeah. So if you really don't work and you're content with not working by all means and, and yeah. things are going really well for you, by all means, stay home and, you know, be a homemaker. That's also not an easy job to do anyway. No, no, so, definitely, no, definitely but financially, financial independence, yes, is very important where, you know, there is no not much family to back you. And, uh, you know, you, you know that you have to carve your way through uh, life. So then, no. yes independence is a, a, a no you know have to have to be there because i feel it is a choice but at the end of the day it should be an informed choice mm, you know, absolutely your and your own choice it should be a choice it should mm. not be and something i think with the kind of education and awareness that young girls have today i feel you know that you should kind of put your education to use but of course like you said at the end of the day it is their choice yeah at the end of the day i have a son and a daughter Hmm. I would give some advice to both of you. You know, hmm. the both of them will say the same thing that, you know, study well, do really well in school, make sure you get into good colleges. What career path you want to choose is completely up to you. Yeah. What you yeah. like to do in life is completely up to you. Hmm. But have those experiences, you know, go and travel, go and do some work. Even if it is, you know, you know, a, not a very, uh, let's say, prestigious work in the beginning, but any experience is an experience. Yes, yes, absolutely. Same thing. I never tell my daughter that, oh, you know, your job is just to get married. No, that's not it. That's well, that's not even a role model. That's not even a conversation we have at home. The hmm. conversation is always around your work, your career. Hmm. You know, hmm. what would you like to do when you grow up? What would you like to do? How? What kind of career would you like to have? Yeah, you know these are the kind of conversations we have, and education for now is a priority. Obviously, they're in school, so yeah. So that's something we teach both the kids equally. Yeah, yeah. And uh, on the flip side, I also teach my son that you know you also need to know some life skills like cooking and all. Yes, so it goes very important. Very important. Both of you need to know cooking, not because you have to you know make rotis for your in-laws, but because you have to feed yourself. Yes. If need be, you should be able to feed yourself because yes. tomorrow you will go out to study, you will go abroad or you will go somewhere in India. When you're living independently, you ought to know all of these things Yeah, is what I did. That's very true and actually needed. Yes. All right. So Samin, tell me something. What do you have to say about women supporting each other or women being enemies of each other? Like they say, a woman is a woman's worst mm -hmm. enemy. So do you think there is any truth behind this or this is just a myth that has been created and, you know, propagated, so to say? Well, I would say um, it is partially true. Okay. You know, it's partially true. Uh, however, it is highlighted a little more in the case of women. Hmm. You know, the men are men's enemies too, all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. that it's not highlighted enough. 
it's it's a given thing that you know oh men have these enmities that's and they have jealousy towards each other but it's never highlighted somehow mm. this notion of women hating women women being jealous of women or women putting down other women is highlighted quite a lot mm. but it's not always the case i have been you know i think i am blessed with uh, women around me who who have been who've been very very supportive very very happy with the kind of work that i'm doing the way i'm balancing house and work so mm. they've been very encouraging i have friends i think it's more important to have more uh, you know maybe like minded or well wishing individuals around you mm. rather than thinking whether this guy is my enemy or this girl is my enemy Hmm, hmm, hmm. I have seen uh, men put you down, and then I have seen women in putting you, you know, bringing you up or encouraging you. I've seen both ways. Both, both. So both, I would both. say there is. It's all about an individual how an individual an individual chooses to behave with you. Hmm, hmm. All right. Rather than a gender thing. Otherwise, uh, I think I have seen a lot of women encouraging other women, helping them out, you know, encouraging them. sometimes you know a random old friend who you've lost touch with uh, would just ping you you know after seeing an instagram story that you put would you just get a ping from her saying something you know what i'm so proud of you and what you're doing lovely mm. to see your stories you know yeah. just that much it, it gives you such a nice uh, you know feeling in the mind that wow i have friends who care you know yeah. who are yeah. affectionate and who care about what i do and they're proud of me mm. you know so th- that's the kind of you know when you're talking about low moments yeah. so you know the, the random things also happen that will really brighten up your day on a very you know uh, kind of stressful day or a sullen yeah. day these kind of messages really pull you up and they come from women hmm 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 so yeah it is both but yes you're right that women are highlighted more in this respect okay so any regrets so far in life no absolutely not uh it might have seemed like a regret at one point in time but i think uh, when i look back then no <laughs> that's the way it is and finally samreen can a woman have it all absolutely why not hmm. women can have it all it's very very tough but um, it's possible a hmm. woman can have work a woman can have children she can have career and uh, she can have very very loving family around her good friends social life mm. yes you can have it all um okay. and what you don't have i would say again it's god's will uh, because what's yours will eventually find you yeah that is true that is true so, so yes yeah. you can absolutely have it all so maybe not everything at the same time but over yeah. a period of time you know sometimes you can't have everything on like if i on a daily basis if i'm looking maybe not but over yeah. a period of time if i look back i can say and i can get it all yeah holistically if you look at your life if you really think you know in terms of how many years you've spent where how what yeah. one does realize that yes at one point i did have it all hmm and maybe now i have it all. yeah 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 and that i think gives you a huge sense of satisfaction and motivates and inspires you to keep doing whatever you are doing yeah all right so thank you so much samreen it was really wonderful talking to you and getting your views i hope you had a great time talking to us and uh, well thank you again yeah thank you so much
much for having me here. I think it was a very candid and a lovely chat that I had with you. You made me think, you know, think of certain things that I hadn't think it th thought of in a very, very long time. <laughs> so it's a pleasure being here. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Tune in every Thursday for some more inspiring conversations with women trailblazers. If you like the show, follow us and you could leave a review to help us get better. You could even get in touch with us on any one of our social media handles.